Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back, mummers. Do I have a great topic for you today? If you've been following this podcast for a while, you know that I love to talk about the reality of being a mama in this day and age and being a woman who has her own dreams and desires, things that she'd like to do for herself, for her relationships beyond motherhood, and how we balance the two. It is this beautiful dance between being in action and being on top of things, which is what life requires of us, and being able to go with the flow, be spontaneous and have fun, make the world work with you instead of always feeling like it's a fight every day to just get through. Recently on a live call with a group of mamas in my program, we talked a lot about our struggles with having fun. Our sense that we don't really have much fun anymore. We're too busy trying to just survive and stay on top of things. And this really struck me. How do we balance this need to be organized with spontaneity and joy and freedom? So when I was thinking about this topic, one person came to mind immediately. Some of you will know this amazing mama, author, and organizational guru. And and for some of you, this might be the first time you are introduced to the amazing Kelly Pietrangeli. Kelly P, as we like to say, is an amazing mama based in the UK who has for many, many years devoted herself to helping busy mamas get more organized and feel more free in their day-to-day life. But what some of you might not know is behind the scenes, Kelly is a devoted student to the law of attraction. Her and I have had many beautiful conversations over the years about how to work with the universe and how to do this busy mama life with a little bit more faith and trust and joy and surrender. So in the coming half an hour or so, we are going to talk about both the practical way of being organized as well as how to surrender and enjoy life and follow your joy more. Enjoy, beautiful mamas. It's a great insight into how we can live with more freedom.
This is the Happy Mama Movement with your host, Amy Taylor-Kabaz, author, mama to three, and editor of the Happy Mama magazine. In my mamahood journey, I have gone from an overachieving, addicted-to-busyness superwoman to finally slowing down, simplifying, and realizing that being a mama is the greatest self-development teacher in the world. And after more than 15 years covering breaking news, I've swapped current affairs to inspiration and now bring you the best I can find every week to help us feel more connected as women as we raise our families. Because when we come together, amazing things happen. So welcome to the movement. Kelly. Say welcome back because <laughs> you've been on my podcast before, my old podcast, and many of my mamas would know your work. We have done webinars together and interviews, and I've written articles about you. So I just love what you do. So thank you for joining me again. Well, thank you. It's definitely a mutual admiration society because I feel <laughs> the same about you, and I'm always telling everybody about you. I know you're so beautiful in that way. Thank you. So What I really wanted to talk to you about today is, as you know, I've been talking a lot about the balance between masculine and feminine energies on this podcast and in my Happy Mama space recently. This balance between being really switched on and active and doing what we need to do every single day as women and mamas, but balancing that with something softer, more nurturing, more nourishing. And the question that I hear over and over again all the time, and actually I struggle with at times too, is how do you do everything that is demanded of you every day and stay on top of that to-do list without feeling like you're ruled by that to-do list? And out of anyone to talk to about this topic, I knew it would be you. So let's start there. First of all, (laughs) how do we stay on top of things without being ruled by it? Well, the foundation has to be there first. So I really believe in lots of productivity and time management tools. And it always starts with, a, with a, an awareness, right, of where we're kind of wasting our time, where we can be more productive, how we can get some, some systems in place just to make the, a firm foundation, um, and of course, Project Me, I have loads of tools for that. Mm, so amazing. You, know, you, you did my master to-do list one-on-one session with me, oh gosh, maybe three years ago now. Um, and that is one of the tools that I love to teach women is how to use Trello as a master to-do list so that you don't have all of these tasks and to-dos and things in the back of your mind, you know, Mm. our heads feel like they're going to explode sometimes with how many things we're trying to remember all the time. And so keeping your to-do list in one place, I mean, I've tried various things over the years. I used to have a a master to-do list in a notebook and that was going to be where, you know, I knew already I needed to get things out of my head and, you know, onto paper. And so I had a a um, a master to-do list notepad and that I insisted had to be a fresh sheet every day. And then what happens is, you know, you you have so many different things that need your attention and um, the list just would get long and then I would have to transfer everything over to the next page. And of course, you're not going to write down all of those things like sorting out your wardrobes and, you know, the the kind of big projecty home stuff and all of that, you know, you know, you're not going to get to that today. So therefore, it just lives in the back of your head. So when I discovered 
that I could use this app called Trello, where I could just have a gigantic brain dump of everything, projects and, and goals and dreams and just everything to do with my work life, my family life, my personal life, everything in one place. And then, as you know, Trello enables you to be able to put things into little categories and to be able to slide these cards around so you can prioritize things and move things forward and move things backwards. And it was that eureka, you know, moment for me of realizing that the pen and paper approach for, for the master to do this just, just doesn't work because you just need a master to do this where you just type something in once and it lives there. You don't have to keep rewriting it and transferring it over day upon day. And once everything was there, then that's when I hit the pen and paper and I used the design my day action sheet. And that's something you can find on the myprojectme.com website under action sheets. And you just print out a fresh sheet, print out a bunch of them so you've got them all handy. And, um, and every day you start with a clean slate. Mm. So you are starting with what you're feeling grateful for. You're then writing down how you want to feel today. And we'll, we'll circle back to that because this is what this is going to answer your question. And then it's your scheduled events. Where do you need to be today? What are the things you have to, that you have to do? You know, the places you need to be or appointments you have, that kind of thing. And then you've got your three most important tasks. And that's where I turn to Trello and I look at this gigantic, all the things I could be doing and I just pull out of there. What are my three most important tasks today? The things that if I get these three things done, I will feel this sense of achievement um, or I will get something done that has a deadline attached to it that has to get done before it moves into, you know, crazy deadline mode. Um, and then there's the section for after my after my three MITs, if there's time and phone calls and emails. So this this sheet is just like I wouldn't start my day without it because it just helps me to realize I can't do everything in this enormous list of all the things I could be doing that I want to be doing or that I have to be doing. I can't do all of that. I can. It's one day, and what can I do just today? Mm. And I think the thing that has really empowered me around this that I've learned from you is that we can very much feel ruled by this list, especially when it is so enormous. And everything on that list is from clean out the kids' wardrobes to the winter clothes, to get those photos printed, to buy a birthday present for the weekend, to doing, you know, all of these crazy little things that end up on our shoulders. If we're not conscious about that and choose, literally it takes just a few minutes every morning to really look at what's most important and what is achievable today, then it does rule our life. Absolutely. This is and just completely changed my life doing this because, as I said, I used to just operate off this messy to-do list and then I didn't want to write things down, so it was just hanging around in the back of my head. And when you've got all these random thoughts that are popping into your head at moments and you think, oh, I must remember to do that. Oh, I haven't done that yet. It's weighing you down and making you feel guilty. But when you put it all into an app like Trello and I use the desktop version and then I sync it to my phone, so I've got it on the go. But having it on my desktop just makes me see, yes, there are all of these different things to do, but I can prioritize and that kind of stuff, that's just going to have to wait because I can't do that right now. And it enables you to stop the guilt 
over, oh, I haven't done that yet. You're realizing when you're designing your week, you, you do that at the beginning of the week, and you're just pulling out from that big master list, what are the things that are going to be my priorities this week? And then it means you can drop the guilt over all of the other stuff because you haven't got time to do all of that in one week. Um, you know, I always say you, I, I can do anything, but not everything. <laughs> mm, beautiful. So what I really also wanted to hear you talk about tonight, today, is that what you teach and what you live within your own life is more than just an organization structure. It's more than just having projects for different parts of your life. You are very much in the belief of using the law of attraction. In other words, this is an energy for you as well. This is something deeper that it's allowed you to connect into surrendering to the universe's energy and working with it in the, in the best way you can. Can you talk to us about what you've learned about the law of attraction? Because some of us might not know what that is at all and how you've brought that into your life when so much of it is still structured and planned and set out that way. Yes. Well, I first sort of learned about the law of attraction, gosh, when Rhonda Byrne's book, The Secret, mm. came out, whichever year that was, because I remember buying it the first year it came out. I wish I could remember now. Was it 10 years ago? Was it 15? I think it might have been 15 I years ago. I think it was that long, yes. <laughs> yes, and so that opened me up to this idea that our thoughts create our reality and that you know what, what we are like magnets and we're attracting into our life whatever we're giving out. So if we're giving out negative, negativity, doubt, worry, you know, all of this, we're just unfortunately attracting more of that back into our life. And if we are keeping ourselves as positive as we can, I'm not saying in every moment of the day, but if our overall um, vibration is one of, you know, uh, positive expectation and enthusiasm and optimism and hopefulness, even contentment, all of that is just helping to raise our vibrations up so that we are attracting those sort of things back into our life. So that's kind of the law of attraction in, in, in a really simplistic terms and my understanding of it from kind of reading that book and then subsequently reading books by Esther and Jerry Hicks. Mm. Um, I know you're into that as well, you know, mm. Abraham, which is a bit woo-woo for a lot of people. And it would have been too woo-woo for me had I not been taking things kind of one step at a time. Mm. And I think that the universe kind of brings us the teachers and the books and the, the inspiration as we're ready for it. So I was ready for The Secret when The Secret came out 15 years ago. And then that opened me up to be ready for the next thing, which for me was then um, the teachings of Abraham and Esther Hicks. And, and everything kind of unfolds naturally as we're ready for it. And, you know, circling back to the whole productivity thing, I would not have been ready for any of it had I not gotten the foundation firm with like just understanding that productivity and time management are a really important part of my life as a busy mother. Like that was like the first thing I needed to do. And once I got some structure into my life by having a, a good to-do list that started working for me, by meal planning, by um, 
fitness planning, by doing all this kind of realizing that my life needed to have some structure and some organization. Once I got this kind of firm foundation going with those sorts of things, it opened up more time for me to not be chasing my tail so much every day that I could be open-minded to the law of attraction. I would have more space in my day to be reading books on the subject or listening to podcasts on the subject and, and opening myself up to that. If I were still running around like I had this chicken every day, just putting out fires and just falling into bed exhausted every day, I would not have had the mental bandwidth to be able to open myself up to receiving this, this information. That's such a beautiful, clear way of describing it because so many of us feel like we don't have the space or time to learn or think about any of that. We're too busy just surviving. And that's why organization and just some simple rituals in your life each day and each week to try and stay on top of everything that's asked for you, from you because let's face it, a crazy amount is asked from us each day as women. That's why we need these little rituals because when we have that, that's when the space opens up for us to do other things for ourselves. Exactly. That's how it, ha that's how it unfolded for me anyway. Um, mm. Another way of approaching it could be the other way where you, you, and I never thought of doing this at the time because it just wasn't on my radar, but you could also be, and that's what I love about what you teach, you could just be giving yourself some time to meditate each day giving yourself just a bit of me time, a bit of space. And it's in that space. It's in that, you know, not, not focusing on what you're going to get done in that moment, but just being with yourself that then you can raise your vibrational frequency, get yourself into a positive flow. And it's in that positive flow that you can like be tackling that to-do list with it, with a different energy. Mm -hmm. So instead of like, Oh my gosh, what do I have to get done today? And just being in this real to-do, 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 you can be in more of a being mode and you can be getting done the things on your to-do list that need to get done, but doing it from a space of, of, you know, positive positivity, um, which will just change everything. This is what's happened for me. I now treat my to-do list with how can I get myself into a state of flow before I start tackling all of this. So I meditate. Um, I could be just going, I just need to get things done and just diving right into my to-do list. But it's important to me that I start each and every day with some meditation, a bit of journaling, listening to a positive podcast or reading a chapter from a positive book, getting myself into a really positive state before I even begin. It's like we all understand how important it is to start our day with the right nutrition we all understand that we can't have too much coffee, we can't fill up on um, empty carbs. You know, most of us as modern women now realise the importance of starting our day with a good breakfast and all of those nurturing things for our physical body. But I don't think we've fully embraced the idea and we don't prioritise it that our mind also needs to start with the right nurturing and the right nourishment. Don't you think? Absolutely, yes. I mean, you can be kind of infusing all of this. I mean, why not give yourself a healthy breakfast and make yourself that smoothie, do whatever it is, and while you're eating it, be just thinking about, you know, what it's what it's bringing for you inside, the nourishment it's bringing your, your body and your mind. Yes, absolutely. 
And I know it's really hard for a lot of mamas that are right in the middle of still maybe waking children, going back to work, drop-offs, washing, all of the things that you have to juggle as a mama. But what I think is really important for Kelly and I both to make really clear is that this can be something you can do in the car as you're driving to the drop-off is what are you thinking about? And how are you focusing your thoughts? And how are you feeling? Are you panicking? Are you freaking out? Are you focusing on all the things that are going to go wrong? Or are you trying to get yourself into a place of trusting that everything's going to be okay today? Can you talk to us, Kelly, about how what you have learned about the thoughts that you have around the things on your list and how that changes what happens? Yes, absolutely. So circling back to this kind of raising your vibration and getting into a positive flow, it all comes down to noticing how you're feeling. It's as basic as that. Because if you pay attention to how you're feeling in any given moment, that is going to be your clear indication of what kind of vibration you are giving out and therefore what you're attracting back to you. So Throughout the day, do this little check-in and ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? And if you're feeling, oh, you know, discouraged, um, angry, um, you know, insecure, guilty, any of those feelings, overwhelm. If you're feeling overwhelmed, then you are not giving yourself your best energy and you're not attracting back to you your best energy. So that's when you need to like pull out different tools. And I have like a toolbox of calm that I kept under my bed when my kids were still small. I mean, I haven't come out and said this yet. My kids are teenagers now. Um, and you know, the, my life's taken on a completely different sense of flow now than it did when they were tiny. And when I was just having these outbursts all the time and I was, you know, getting so angry and frustrated and all of that. So I kept under my bed what I called my toolbox of calm. And I would just go into my room and pull out this shoebox. And inside of it, I had things like batch remedies. And I know mm. in Australia, you've got things like the bush remedies, the bush flower remedies. Yes. And I would pull out my batch rescue remedy, which is like the mother tincture, which you can just spray on your tongue and it just calms you down. And there's another one called elm. And that's for overwhelm. I always remember it because the word overwhelm has elm at the end of it. And elm is for overwhelm and a few drops of that on my tongue. And it's amazing how it just, whew, just calms me down and just gets me to kind of see things with a, with a fresh perspective. Um, and well, back then there weren't apps. There were not, you know, amazing meditation apps. I couldn't just click on, on your website, Amy, and come up with one of your amazing meditations, but that's what I would have done now. Um, and your cards, your mama mantra cards, you know, your, your cards and everything, that would have been in my toolbox of calm. I had some cards by somebody else at the time. Um, and these are just things you can do when you just notice that you're not in a positive flow, that your feelings are not giving you your best vibration. And you just have to step out of that moment and just get yourself back doing something to get yourself back into flow again, over and over again, if necessary. That's right. I've done a podcast about this before as well, about the momentum that we get into, either a positive momentum or a negative momentum. And you and I are both, um, you know, dedicated students of this principle from Abraham, but it's this very clear 
idea, which I really loved when I, when I got it right in my core, when I really got it, I loved this idea that when you're on a train of thought, that thought train can get faster and faster and the momentum can build and therefore it gets stronger and stronger. And our job is to recognise when we're on the wrong or maybe not the wrong, when we're on a negative thought train, to recognise that as soon as we can and try and stop that momentum. And sometimes we catch that really early, don't we? We catch that right as the first angry feeling we have in our body or the first moment of overwhelm, we can catch it and we can do those beautiful toolbox of calm techniques. Other times we don't really notice that we're on the wrong train until we're really speeding in the wrong direction. And sometimes that takes big things to stop that train and turn it around. But that's what it is. It's just a daily practice to try and change that momentum and get us back into the right flow again. Exactly. I think of it as an upward spiral or a downward spiral. Mm. And so when you are having these kind of upward spiral thoughts, you know, contentment, optimism, positive expectation, enthusiasm, all the way up to just love and freedom and appreciation and joy, all of those are just like raising your vibrational frequency and you're just feeling so much better when you're having these kind of thoughts. And then there are the negative spiral thoughts, which can start with just boredom, or pessimism, um, frustration, irritation, impatience, um, then overwhelm, doubt, worry. And it just, if you can just imagine a spiral that keeps going down, now you've got kind of discouragement, um, jealousy, insecurity, guilt, right on down to the very bottom levels, which are like um, powerlessness, being being feeling like a victim, depression, grief, all of that. And all of our feelings need to be honored. There are no bad feelings. You know, there's no, you know, trying to chase away a feeling because if you do that, you're just almost putting fuel on the fire. You know, why am I feeling this way? Well, then that's leading to another negative feeling. And so the best thing you can do when you catch yourself in a negative spiral is to just recognize it honor it. We're human. We're having a human experience and we're, you know, all emotions are to teach us and tell us something. And what we can just do in that moment is reach for a better feeling thought. So, you know, in this moment, I'm feeling like this, what can I do to just reach for a better feeling thought? And for me, the easiest thing is always gratitude, right? I mean, you could, there's always, always, even in the crappiest circumstances, there is something to feel grateful for. And if you can just in that moment think, well, all of this has gone to crap, but you can just reach for always something that is, that is amazing in your life. You know, you've got food to feed your family. You've got a roof over your head. You know, you can even just reach for those kind of things. I'm, I'm healthy. Uh, my family's healthy. Anything like that. And just sit with that thought and allow yourself in your heart to just feel grateful for something in your life that is going really well. Mm. And I think, I guess the, the clarity that I get from what you share with mamas is that there are these really practical tools we can bring to this very obscure, I guess, topic of energy and momentum and positivity and how we feel in the flow of things that by having things in our life uh, rituals regular rituals and routines like 
planning your week, planning your day, menu planning, Trello, whatever it is, gratitude, three things that you're grateful for at the end of the night, just really practical tools that with those, they are the tools that we use to get us back into the flow. Absolutely. That's what I do with Project Me. I feel like, you know, there are plenty of, you know, Shambhala light healer people out there, (laughs) you know, who are doing like amazing things. And yet, you know, mothers with young children in particular, it's like you just can't even go there yet. You know, oftentimes you just feel like I just can't relate to this. And, you know, you just need these practical tools and strategies and some inspiration that you can relate to and then when you get into when you get that level of foundation going then you can open yourself up a little bit more to what else is out there but until you can get the foundation firm and feel like you're not chasing your tail every day and and running around like a headless chicken then you know you've got you've got these tools to use and we can sprinkle in a bit of woo woo into that why not you know um it isn't and again it's not about being a slave to your to-do list and it's not just about ticking the box and getting all these things done every day because at the end of the day you're going to just fall into bed feeling okay it may be a sense of achievement that you've gotten all this stuff done off your to-do list but you know there's more to it than that you're you're a human being not a human doing and so it's just weaving in these sprinkling in weaving in these um these personal growth into your life which is what i love about project me is that you know you've got these eight key areas that make up your life on my life wheel and you're looking at where in your life you're doing a little assessment every month of where where this month have have i done really great which of these areas am i really doing am I feeling really positive about and then you're looking at which areas of your life could use some attention and it's just pulling out the tools and and figuring out how you can make things better for the next month then you do your check in the next month and you go ah things really improve with that area of my life and because things are always fluctuating and changing every month you learn to be much more forgiving of when things aren't always in flow because you see that life is just always always moving in different directions and different things are being being thrown at you every month. And I love that that also honours that real seasonal part of our lives as women, that, um, you know, in winter we're less productive about certain things and in summer our priorities change and we need to listen to our body and, our, and the seasons that we're in and just by having this ritual of checking in once a month. I mean, for me, I would do that around the moon cycle just as a really beautiful way to honour that. But there's just, this is what we're meant to do as women. We're meant to have this beautiful structure to our lives that allows us to then be freer and it's that dance between the two and I also wanted to add that those little action sheets of yours in the morning you might not at the time you're in at the moment be able to get up early and do a meditation and journaling like Kelly and I have both spoken about that's so important to us but you know you could turn that daily action sheet into a little meditation and ritual. You could have the same cup of tea every morning and sit down just for a few minutes on your own and just take a few deep breaths first and think about how you want to feel today. Kelly's questions are beautiful and they really help you focus on that. And that can be a meditation and ritual on itself, can't it, Kelly? 
Absolutely, yes. I mean, when I sit down with my Design My Day action sheet and I fill out that very first section, which is today I'm grateful for, I just pause before I even mm. think about what's going to go into my day and just what am I grateful for? And then today I will feel. And that is where it's funny that I created this action sheet. Oh my gosh. Um, for myself probably five years ago. And that was before I was even understanding the whole how am I feeling and using that to raise your vibrations and everything. So something even five years ago made me write down today I will feel and write down my intention for how I want to feel back before I even understood how important it was. I guess I must have innately or intuitively understood mm -hmm. that. Um, and so, you know, I will, you know, before I start every day, I think about how do I want to feel today? And I think about my day ahead and whether it's going to be one of those running around, you know, going to be running a lot of errands and do it here, there and everywhere days. Then how do I want to feel while I'm doing all of that? Or if it's a day when it's a writing day and I know that I want to be really writing some content from my website, writing a new blog post or writing a guest post for somebody, that is when I know that I want to feel creative and inspired. And so you just look ahead to your day and how do you want to feel while you're doing it? And then you write down those scheduled events and then prepare for success. And I love that box. We did a whole webinar about that, didn't we? That whole we prepare for success is just about what can I be doing to prepare for success when I'm doing these things? And it's just those small little tweaks you can make to your how you go about things that are just going to make it all feel less frantic and just more in flow. Mm. And this really is the key to real balance. I've been talking a lot lately about real balance, but I do think this is what we need as women is this balance between being organized and surrendering, being busy and going slow, um, planning and surrendering. It's just this beautiful balance. And I love the way you speak about it, Kelly. Mama's Kelly and Mama's in Australia. Kelly's book is available here. It is phenomenal and goes through all areas of your life with her action sheets and really beautiful, practical ways that you can use these ideas in your day-to-day -day life, but also on her website, all of the action sheets, all for free, which is amazing, that she gives to all of us. So please have a look and use this as a way of honouring yourself and what you need to bring some more balance in your life. Kelly, thank you so much. I could talk to you forever, Amy. Thank you for having me. We always have the most amazing conversations. Thank we you. We really do. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening today, Mama. I hope that you have been inspired to bring a little bit more organization and action into your life so you are free to live the life you want to live. This is about us finding a true balance, a balance between action and surrender, a way to look after ourselves as well as look after everyone else in our life. And Kelly's resources, which you can find on Kelly's website, myprojectme.com, or look for her book in bookstores, Project Me for Busy Mothers, are full of all of these types of resources. May your momentum continue to build for a life that you most want to create and live. And if you've loved this podcast, please share it with other mamas. Let's spread this message and leave a review on your podcast player. Until next week, Satnam.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.